0: bite are you recording right now yeah. record
1: I think we got bite
0: we got bite
1: yeah we got a little bite we got a little bite in there
0: yeah um, do, you, do you want to introduce us this week
1: no, it's, it's your job. That's my job. Why are you trying to pawn your job off on me?
0: I'm trying to consider it. Uh,
1: Lazy co-host?
0: Uh, wait, I'm the co-host? Or we co-host? Mutual.
1: Mutual co-host. Okay, I
0: was like, I thought you were like, I'm yeah, the host. not like Robin. <laughs> I was like, shit, how did I get demoted? Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: you gotta pay more attention to your position in the world. I don't
0: remember signing any of those contract papers. You haven't <laughs> even gotten to...
1: Here's a, here's a guy. He does your job.
0: <laughs> that was the worst. Um... Uh, <laughs> We're playing there. Like, how did
1: that happen again? That's super playing how did that today. Happen by the be way, twice. no. Yeah. You need to win.
0: Definitely. <laughs> I also need to introduce our podcast. Uh, hi. I uh, could
1: just throw things at the coach.
0: I mean, I think you would just get kicked out. Is all that would happen?
1: <laughs> yeah, it'd be very distracting for a while. For like th-
0: two seconds. And if I
1: get kicked out, it doesn't matter because you're the coach. If,
0: also, it's like COVID times. It wouldn't take them very long to be like,
1: there's like, with- there's
0: like ten people here. It's her.
1: <laughs> I could do it with an airsoft gun
0: okay that might be like a salt dog uh,
1: a salty dog
0: <laughs> i don't want I, I don't want to lick that um
1: whoa
0: that's not how i get my salt
1: all right so uh we're 90 seconds in
0: yeah haven't said any words word like <laughs> at all uh <laughs>
1: first time listening I, they're like we've got a penguin that's also a killer whale yeah. and these fucking assholes who won't stop talking about salty dogs so- and aerosoft guns and what the hell is up with this other coach
0: yeah they, they seem to have some feuds and some rivalries and
1: now we're gonna talk about bowling Now we're
0: gonna talk about bowling for penguins which is our podcast yes we're in the welcome to episode uh, five yes we have fifth episode um and today we're gonna talk about how sitting is the fucking worstest you. Is
1: the fucking worstest, yeah. Yes. Um, but I want to immediately tangent. Shocker. <laughs> so we never talked about the fact that uh, the intro music is a band that I uh, played in yeah, for like yeah. five and a half years or so. Right,
0: right, right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you want to talk about that?
1: Yeah, yeah. So uh, before I was a coach, I was like really deeply into music mm. and uh, I played uh, drums and bass and I played guitar, but I, I didn't play anything well And guitar. I played uh, least well. Uh, and the uh, song you just heard uh, is from a band called Anger uh, is a Gift. And um, uh, it's called As the Sky Bleeds Red. And um, it was actually a really, really pivotal song for me. Um, and I'm not going to talk about why. Right. I'm just going to leave you with that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, that was a cross punk band I was in in the early 2000s. Okay. Yeah.
0: Maybe, maybe, maybe. We'll talk about that later, or maybe we won't. I
1: don't know. Never know. I don't know. You'll have um, to keep listening to see. <laughs> this is how I'm going to keep our listenership.
0: This <laughs> is how you keep them <laughs> You to, might
1: get some information about uh, Baby Punk Holly at some point. Maybe. In the future.
0: Uh, you might get uh, the information about why this uh, podcast is called "Bowling for Penguins. Holly, do you want to provide that? No. Uh, okay, me neither, so uh, okay. keep listening, we might do that at some point.
1: Sitting's the fucking worstest.
0: It's so bad for you. Yeah. Um, do we need to introduce ourselves, or are we just assuming that people know who we are at this point?
1: No, we have to keep introducing ourselves forever.
0: Okay, sweet. Uh, well, I'm Brian, and I like... Hi, Brian! Hi, everybody. Um,
1: B-R-Y-A-N? Definitely not. B-R-Y-I-N? In-
0: okay. <laughs> B-R-A-I-N <laughs> is my favorite. That just spells a different word than brain. <laughs> you got how <someone> I'm super <laughs> wrong. Uh, I get a of.
1: L-I-D-A?
0: <laughs> no. Uh, so, I got here. Um, I uh, I do some things. Um, what I, do you do? Oh, it's a great question. Um, I'm a uh, I'm a weightlifting coach, a football coach, uh, and I uh, occasionally occasionally uh, speech impediment real hard, and then sometimes I try to trick kids into doing math. I'm a math teacher uh, for the time being. Um, I also uh, plan. Uh, wild trips where every single minute is packed with doing stuff oh
1: like, yeah we charge it
0: charge it hard into the nature uh get up early and chase the sunrise which yeah we I mean, you stole your thunder on that one uh i got we've been flying a, i gotta fly a drone yesterday Those.
1: oh yeah we took our journey for a walk
0: yeah so those are some of the things i like uh
1: i guess it's my journey but still
0: you're right but i've also gotten really into starcraft 2 lately yeah i wish i could play a lot more than i do but i like playing what i do let's
1: play that tonight Was that it? That's that's, that's who I am. Okay. 100%. I'm Holly. Uh, I own the Resilient Strength, which is in Oakland, near Lake Merritt. Uh, I also own FitQuick, Uh, my protein baking mix. You're always going to act excited that I uh, didn't forget about FitQuick. Um, I'm going to do a bunch of work on FitQuick today. That doesn't usually happen. Woo! Um, uh, I'm also a coach, and uh, everybody who knows and loves me insists that I acknowledge that that's also uh, another business, so I own three businesses.
0: Three businesses.
1: Um, And I have a meeting to own a fourth one today, uh, because that's not excessive at all.
0: That's unreasonable.
1: (laughs) Uh, I also really like uh, chasing sunrises Uh um, and flying drones, and I uh, got a really good drone uh, sunrise this morning which sure. is pretty fucking great um uh what else do i like doing eating donuts drinking way too much coffee mm-hmm. um uh for those of you who can't see uh brian would tried to eat a lot of donut before we started recording but mm-hmm. we're actually like on a pretty tight uh time uh schedule yeah it's those are that's a redundant sentence but anyways uh and so we we started but now there's a large chunk of apple fritter sitting across from both of us that uh is very very tempting but we don't want to make you listen to our uh mastication so
0: to my chop chomp, chomp. <laughs> if you turn on your video you'll see a man <laughs> torn between it's super
1: confusing because most podcasts have video
0: yeah i don't well that's a rabbit hole we don't need to go down how little I enjoy interacting with most video, video media. I try to...
1: Ooh, but we are going to, mm-hmm. we, we were supposed to record a video today. We can record that tomorrow. Okay. Um, we're going to have a really, really exciting fundraiser okay. coming out. Um, based on some people that we met in Utila, Honduras, mm-hmm. um, some kids and it's going to be really, really fun. So we'll tell you about that next week and uh, hopefully you'll jump in and you'll get involved um, and you'll get stoked
0: yeah i'm really excited about that so yeah yeah we'll definitely thank you for remembering that yeah fit quick and utila marlins i know you're on fire i
1: know i'm remembering everything so i want to talk about recommendations before we get into sitting as the worstest oh totally okay all right so uh do you want to get started because you're more excited about your recommendation but we we didn't come up with a name
0: recommendations of the week
1: (laughs) you can't just say of the week and act like it's clever every single time
0: I did a hand motion. Everyone saw that. <laughs> you it, did.
1: It. it was very Reading Ray Rainbow. Yeah, um, exactly. Um, wait, can we just call it Reading Rainbow, TMTM? TM? Oh, yeah, fuck
0: yeah. Okay. Oh, man, we're going to get sued like <laughs> crazy. There were, <laughs> there were some but evangelical People who
1: listen, come on.
0: <laughs> well, I think LeVar Burton's going to be like, I'm taking your ass to court.
1: Is that the guy with the the, the host?
0: Yeah, he was also Instagram. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I was okay. going
1: to do exactly that, but I was trying to come up with something like... I don't know, a little bit less unintelligent. I was like the guy with the thingy. I didn't mean to come <laughs> it. Fuck. I love you. <laughs> <I'm a
0: co-host. laughs> I love you too. Um, okay, it was pretty uh, amazing. Um, yeah. I, well Anyway, hopefully it doesn't to us reading reading rainbow.
1: <laughs> okay, we'll come up with a better but, idea by hey, next week.
0: We actually some people it turns out are listening to this. I know. Set us your suggestions.
1: Oh, yeah. If you have, like, a better uh, uh, name for uh, this segment that we haven't told you what it's <laughs> about yet, yeah. um, let us know. Uh, so, you.
0: Okay. Uh, so, my two recommendations. Right, we're just going to talk about, like, uh, books, podcasts, media that we're interacting with or have interacted with that we enjoy. Right. right? This is it my understanding of the segment? Yeah. Um, if it's not that, then uh, that's what I'm going to do anyway. And so... Fuck it. That's what it's going to be for me. Uh, yeah. Sweet. Um, so, like, uh, I'll start with the one I'm currently reading and, like, 10, 15 minutes away from finishing, uh, which is Ready Player Two, uh, a sequel to Ready Player One, uh, which is convenient if you have... Uh, a-
1: the book? Not the movie.
0: Oh, man. No, we're not going there. We're not going there. That's a long trip. Anyway.
1: Uh, if you have only watched the movie and you have not read the book, uh, please get your life together.
0: Yeah. And I'm not, like, a big... the book is always better than the movie it's just we both
1: are definitely like that i don't
0: know uh i like lord of the rings movies a lot
1: okay lord of the rings movies are good and they did them in several parts yeah um and then they just like shot the bed with the hobbits
0: yeah that's accurate um why so long anyway um the uh (laughs) but ready player 2 the book i mean i will not like talk about it's relatively recently released so i I feel like sometimes when i talk about something that's like 20 years old, and people, if anyone's like, spoilers, you're like, dude, it's been out, like, this one's pretty recent. Yeah, so I did that with Dharma Punks. You're just like, yeah. come on. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm not spoiling this shit, you just... Right. Get it. But this one's pretty recent, so I won't, like, talk about any of the details, just, I think it's a really, really, um, cool, immersive world that, um, you know, it actually, it deals with a lot of interesting questions that seem highly relevant to where we're going now. It seems like, it's like, it's good sci-fi in that regard.
1: While making constant, amazing references to, like... 80s and 90s media, yeah, um, and I guess Lord of the Rings was uh, earlier than 80s and 90s, but right. like became culty in in, the- in that era, right? Um, and like that shit is so fucking good.
0: It's just and it's like so much fun. Just it's to so, be so much fun. Yeah, and Will Wheaton. And Will Wheaton does a really good job of reading of, of about it. Yeah, yeah, presenting the material. Um, he's awesome, and. Yeah, there's, like, I guess I can't talk about any of my favorite parts without ruining it, so I'll just kind of, like, leave it. Yeah, I
1: think we should be really careful about spoilers uh, in this segment.
0: But I have some parts I really like, and other parts I like. Yeah. Um, so that's fun. And then the other piece of media I want to talk about, uh, it's a book, uh, 2666, which is just, like, my all-time uh, favorite book. That is the title. It's by Roberto Buano, uh Chilean uh, author who... Um, Wrote this ep- like this massive novel, um, it's like over a thousand pages, um, and w- what it seems like, and it's like was published post- posthumously. Actually, don't know how to pronounce that word, humously? After he died, yeah. uh, And he, it just it's a sprawling epic dive into what is, where are we going, um, it, which feels pretty ominous. I think that is immediately apparent from the title which is not really explained, um, but it's like, it's there's something ominous and dark at the center of uh, modern humanity. Um, and it deals with it in a way that constantly shines in. There's like intersections of light and brevity and oddity. It's the most kind of gnarled, interesting book I've ever read. I, I keep on coming back to it, really.
1: Well, now I feel like I should put my favorite book in there, too. Okay. This is just hi, This is a podcast that was initially about athletics, and now it's just about books.
0: I mean, yeah. They both have a place in here. (laughs) Uh,
1: Okay, so I finished uh, Ishmael while chasing sunrises this morning. Um, Ishmael is a book about a uh, gorilla who teaches uh, a man about humanity. Okay. Um, that's, it's a marginal spoiler, uh, but I think it's from, like, 1971. Um, yeah. And it's de- definitely not new, um, and it, that's not enough of a spoiler to really, like, affect uh, much. Right. Um, and uh, I reread it fairly often because I really enjoy the fact that it forces me to think and reexamine um, where we're going, what humanity is doing, the actions of others, and why. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, uh, yeah, I mean, thinking, uh, overthinking, and deep thinking are two things that we have in common.
0: Yeah, that's accurate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'm going to save my favorite book for later so that we don't hit 15 minutes without ever addressing anything that has to do with athletics. Okay. Um, my favorite book of all time is The Alchemist, and I'll talk about why.
0: Oh, shit. You're doing it. You're just laying on the breadcrumb still oh yeah i guess i am that's nice yeah it's a good format okay. um so we're gonna talk about why why sitting um is the fucking worst is yet. yeah it's just terrible and
1: do you want to kick us off with the hips
0: just like kick it off with the hips yep. um uh, <laughs> and just if you're you know just coming in you're like i know these guys talk forever i'm gonna start at the 15 minute mark We'll also <laughs> talk, which is not you know um no shame in your game if um it's cool
1: skippers are skippers
0: <laughs> um if you uh you also talk a little bit about like, how we can I do that? You know, like, well, how we can... Yeah, yeah. I,
1: I would definitely like to talk about, uh, you know, some tools you can use to overcome this, like, plague of current modernity.
0: Right, because our solution, by the way, is not just going to be stand all the time. Never sit down. Like, there's... Right. You, like, you presumably might have to drive a car. Like, there's sometimes where you're going to have to sit right. down. Like, socially weird if you just eat all your meals standing around mm-hmm. everybody. Um, I guess it's COVID, so you can do it every fucking month, though.
1: We don't really sit to eat, like, that ever. Is, I
0: I'm um, <laughs> to understand. We do with
1: other humans. That
0: is true, right? I was just just not with each other, You're right? Although
1: occasionally we do sit on the kitchen floor.
0: Yeah, but my, leg, my legs are like waist laid out.
1: Okay, but the kitchen's like a very short hallway.
0: Yeah, it's so. Small. <laughs> <laughs> so like up on my cabinet. Anyway, um, occasionally
1: hips. I do weird gymnastics on the countertops while eating.
0: Yeah, you've been doing a lot of them today. You're really good. Thank you. Yeah, it's fun to watch. Yeah. Um, so, let's talk about the hips. I mean, so if um, you turn on your, your, your podcast video uh, again... Are you going to stand
1: up and demonstrate? I'm
0: going to demonstrate all this. Um, I mean, I think most of us can imagine, uh, you know, like when you sit down, your hip flexors are in a short position.
1: Okay. Stop, 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 stop. Yeah. What's a hip flexor? Oh,
0: sweet. Uh, hip flexor is... I'm
1: asking you for clarity. For any of my athletes that are listening, I still have a hip flexor. story. Hey,
0: like, oh my God. How do you... You should definitely know you that You've been shit. a
1: coach for how many years this is a problem
0: where's, where's, where's the butt <laughs> <laughs> just a question. for a long time? What is a glute? Um, so you take your arm parts and you just throw over your head. That's how you go. Amazingly
1: successful for doing yeah, nothing.
0: Nothing. Um, <laughs> thank you. ah, your hip flexors, um, are, you know, essentially that, that crease, right. um, right below your hip bones, right. um, uh, right above the insertion from the quads. Right? Yep. Like, so that creasy part um, where torso meets leg, right. essentially. Um, and when you sit, they get, they're in a short position, they're in, a, they are in uh, flexion and you know, basically what that signals to which, you know, in and of itself isn't necessarily a bad thing, right. um, but they will tend to, uh, be stiff. If that, you've in that position for a long time, They will be stiff in that position. Um, the, uh, the opposite muscle, your glute, um, will basically receive a signal that, Hey, I I need to turn off. off." Um, you know, if you think about like a bicep curl, your bicep is shortening, your tricep is turning off is, is letting go to allow that extension or that flexion on the bicep extension of the tricep to happen. Right. So this happens with your, so you're, you're like shortening your hip flexors, stiffness, you are relaxing your butt lack of stability. That's your main stabilizing whole situation. Right. And then, uh, by, Cross, you will have um, have uh, also a tight belt back and relaxed abs, which is a real bad combination of, of things to be having going on.
1: Right, 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 right. So, so let's talk about the hips first, right? Because the hip flexors are, they, they meet in front and you can feel them in front, but they connect all the way through. Yeah, yeah. They are connected to your entire hip girdle, which is why the tight back, right? Because if you pull on the hip flexors, they pull on multiple other things and they pull on your lower back, right? which is like why this whole succession of lower back pain to shortened hip flexors is from the seated position kind of fucking happens right, right, right like there's that plus the relaxed steps, right mm-hmm. so uh so like i like i really like to talk about uh let's like circle back to um the breathing the jaw the evol- evolving okay. and, um, right we're gonna harken back there yeah um your body uh evolving evolution doesn't necessarily mean better and no. like that's that's something that I really learned from from Breath, uh James Nestor's book, Breath. Right. Is like evolving doesn't necessarily mean good. And I was like, oh fuck, like that hit me really, really hard when that happened. And like
0: it means adaptation s- only, right? Right. Like, so what we're
1: saying is your body is going to adapt to what you're doing, not to what you want it to do. Right. Right? And so like you are sitting in this position, the seated position, for a long fucking time. Your body is adapting around that and it's, uh, it's maladaption, right? It's causing pain. Right. Okay.
0: Yeah. And so I think... Sorry, go ahead.
1: No, no. So do you want to talk a little bit about, like, what's physically happening in our hips? Um, do you have any more to say about that before we start to talk about Lee's body?
0: Um, I guess, like, one of the things that was most illustrative... I'll kind of talk about, like, how how we stay in that position so long. This was a shocking thing to me, realizing. It, it was, like, a, a Dr... Yanda or Janda, I don't how to say, he's Czech. Okay. Um, describes the situation, right? Like, and you think about like sitting, I think when I first started hearing about that, I'm like, oh, okay, like office workers, like, okay, blah, well, blah, well, like, that's not really me. And then like hearing it laid out, you know, he's just, um, I guess famously like walking through a park and observing people's body posture and being like, that person, that person, that person, They, they you know. Um, I'm gonna have real problems. Um, and thinking about it, I'm like, the typical day of a high school athlete who I mostly coach, high right. school, occasions in middle school, um, the I was like, oh, well, they should be fine, right? They're athletes. And I'm like, no, like normally what they do is they get up in the morning, right? Get up in the morning, uh, maybe knock out some homework while you're doing while you're eating your breakfast, right? In a seated position. Right. With your hip flexors closed. Right. Um, and then you go and probably get in a car or on a bus or something and right. you sit right. and ride. 20 minutes to half an hour to school. Right. And then you go to school and you say hi to your buddies. Um, and then you, uh, sit down in the chair right? and learn. Right. And then you, uh, get up and you go to lunch and you sit down and eat. Right. And then you get up and you go back to class and sit down. I mean, I think the point is pretty clear. Right. And right. then you get up and then you go to practice or to training or whatever. And you're like, let's go. Like I'm going to need, uh, I'm going to need some, some glutes that can stabilize everything. I'm going right. to need my hips to be able to extend and open up to like jump right. and run. Right. I'm going to need my low back uh, to be uh, loose right. and able to move. Right. I'm going to need my abs to stabilize as I turn and twist and stuff. And it's like, no, it doesn't just, to your point of uh, evolution maladaption, it doesn't just happen because you want it to.
1: Right, 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 right. But I'm going to stop you there and I'm going to back up just a little bit. Wait. So it's not just that because we are... Uh, in theory, coming out of this thing called the COVID pandemic, right? And mm. <laughs> and um, th- what happened in COVID is that everybody was stuck mm. inside, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So even people and kids who were previously able to move around, like, if you consider, like, the 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 in-between of the day you just described involved a lot of standing and walking from place to place they now have none of that right and that adaption happens very very quickly and so um you have kids who are sitting for far more of the time because they're stuck inside and you have adults who made it fucking worse Right. Because a lot of adults started working from bed, probably kids too, yeah, right? Yeah. So not only do you have the shortened hip flexors from this sort of seated position, and maybe even that's a little bit better, but you have way more lazy body going on. Yeah. But yeah. like, specifically when we originally were talking about this subject, you were like, oh fuck, everybody coming from COVID is even more of a problem. Totally. Do you want to speak to that at all? Oh
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, do you want to define lazy body or do you want to come back to that later?
1: Oh, okay. Um. So... I mean, I'm going to have to get into, like, ergonomics and shit like that. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah, Okay, okay, okay. So, uh, Lazy Body is, like, there are places in modernity where there's actually kind of a lot. If you think about, like, the couch we're fucking sitting on right now. It's um, very comfy. It's very comfy. But, like, if you relax into it, like, what ends up happening? He's relaxing into it. See, you can't do that because that's the way that you would sit, not like a normal person. Oh. So he laid back and then immediately opened his chest, <laughs> relaxed his hips, uh, brought his chest through, and then uh, put his arms out, therefore then, fixing your posture and creating a better situation for your hip girdle.
0: I, that was not official. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is uncomfortable. But, like, this is the normal. But
1: that's what you would normally do. Okay, right. so, so now yeah. what we've got uh, is a person who's like. You, backs all the way up against a couch. Uh, hip flexors are shortened. Please don't make me laugh. <laughs> um, hip flexors are much shortened because you're kind of like uh, bringing your knees up a tiny bit because your hips are sinking down mm-hmm. and back. Um, and then what you're gonna do, because it takes work um, to hold your chest open and your shoulders down and open to have really good posture, what you're gonna do is you're gonna relax your core, your ribs are gonna drop into your hips, your anterior, the front of your body is gonna fall forward mm-hmm. and your shoulder blades are gonna come apart. Um, Um, so your back is relaxing, your core is relaxing, and then you're collapsing the front of your body. Um, that plus stress causes a lot of upper back knots and pain because we're not, you know, keeping our posture good. Mm -hmm. Um, and we're not, uh, activating, right? right? Like, uh, if, if you think about a modern ergonomic chair, what they actually do is uh, like force us into even more laziness, right? By, uh, supporting us more in different ways. and then if you if you go okay if you take uh, industry modernity uh, technology out um, and you put a human body in a natural environment you all of a sudden like we realize this with backpacking really really rapidly is that you don't have uh, any of the ability to relax into a seated position oh
0: shit yeah. right
1: like um, if you if you picture like any number of natural environments the ones that we have spent the most time in are mountain ones right Right. so you've got uh, dirt generally you don't want to like sit down in the dirt um but if you lean up against something you've got trees they have bugs and sap um if you lean up against something it's a rock rocks are going to be hard they're often sharp and they're usually not at a position that's like comfortable right? right um and uh so what you end up doing is squatting to full depth right um you end up uh sitting uh on on, like, the top of something, and that's going to push your chest open. Exactly. Right. Yep, push your shoulder blades down your back. Yeah, right. Open up. And, right. and you're going to have to use your core and your back, your spinal erectors to support yourself. So like yeah. this thing that we've created in our modern life goes far beyond an office worker or a desk at school. Right. It actually goes to like, even um, in the house that we live in, if you look around at all the areas that we can sit, they're all very comfortable, slightly reclined, right. um, soft environments, right? And right. so we've created this, uh, this environment that's actually really detrimental to our bodies because right. bodies are meant to move. So that's what I mean by lazy bodies. Right We create uh, we create ways so that we don't have to expend um, energy, which like is a, I'm, I'm gonna avoid going down yeah, that yeah, fucking yeah. rabbit hole. Um, but uh, a lot of the problems that we create for ourselves are created because we are calorie uh saving machines and we are trying to do as little as possible most of the time right even athletes uh, fucking especially athletes right because we work our asses off and and then we just want to fucking chill
0: you know sprawl out like i'm not taking the stairs i'm taking the elevator like
1: oh man yeah totally totally it doesn't take you very long of being a lifter to realize that it really just means you're always sore and always trying to uh not be as exhausted as you feel from training and you actually yeah yeah totally
0: and it's like i mean i think you highlight a really important thing which is like the, uh, ergonomic, the ergonomic uh, inventions and the things uh, designed to uh, add comfort, right, like basically prolong the amount of time, like your body is giving you uh, biofeedback. That this is an uncomfortable position for us to maintain for a long time. Right. We should probably get out of it, but it right. like lets you extend that longer than um, you naturally would. Right? right. So like, you know, um, while well, all those things I understand, um, it's nice to be comfy. It's right. Like, uh, you know, I like a nice uh, comfy chair. So it's, much as the next person but uh it's like if you're you're not you're kind of numbing it's like you're numbing the senses to, to the biofeedback you should be should could be getting
1: right and like i'm i'm pushing the envelope on um uh pushing in this direction but we're just simply not meant to do the same thing for eight to twelve hours a day right so like you have this situation now where it is more physically exhausting to keep your body upright for the amount of time that you would be expected to do office work or school work or seated work right 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 um so we have various different uh like options uh standing desks walking things like that um which like we'll get into some solution type stuff at the end um but like it it starts to like push the envelope on like we're not supposed to be doing this thing right right? (laughs) which is the ultimate root of the fucking problem right but since since we're not gonna you know change all technology and create a different computer type interface right now right we're just gonna circle back to uh hips uh and back and shoulders right and Um, i mean and
0: kind of like reasonable corrective and reasonable right i mean so you brought up earlier to transition into definitely um
1: get away from my like deep dive into uh the changes that need to be made in industrial civilization right
0: <laughs> i mean yeah the problems know, of modernity like well we should just be able to do a varied set of tasks like we used to do like we were <laughs> designed to do and a lot like adaptations that made let's sense. bring
1: back the family farm too while we're at it yeah exactly um okay right
0: but with a lot of athletes coming back from covid in various states you know i've seen um you know and we started Uh, playing football games and having practice and hitting and you know the things that like were really of concern are of concern which is like um basically these things right tight hip flexors Mm -hmm. uh under underdeveloped untrained uh glutes uh
1: specifically glute men right right
0: which now we're talking knee problems, right? We're like worried about knee stability, right? Um, especially if we combine it with your ankles haven't been flexing, so right. maybe you have some poor dorsal flexion, right? So you're you're really talking about a compromised knee, right? Which scares me, uh, tremendously, should. Uh, and we're talking about um, you know, not not a lot of stability uh, coming from the abs and the core in general, and a tight back, right? right? Which is now all of a sudden we're gonna say go sprint, right? Go sprint and go run into something, right? And all you're like. Oh, no. Right. Um, so I think these things are really important to talk about in terms of how do we correct this? How do we correct this maybe with someone who's been experienced, who's like, um, you know, on a on a tough timeline, right? Like, mm-hmm. it's like, we need solutions. We need them now. Right. Um, and maybe they're already experiencing some pain and, and how we work around that and things like that. So right. Like, right,
1: right, 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 right. Um, and, it, you know, if, if you're paying attention to the series you just stated, you've got most problems that adults talk about having pain with, right? Uh, you have knee pain, yeah. Um, foot pain, back pain, yeah. That's m- most of it, that's right? Like that's facing. that's where you see most adults. Right. Uh, like the vast majority of things that I struggle with in my athletes are uh, knee pain that comes usually from weak hips and uh, lower back pain. Right. Some some shoulders, which. Yeah, yeah, is a con- that's a contributing factor, right? Like right. if you relax your shoulders, you unconnect them or disconnect them, yeah. and uh, and all of a sudden, oh wow, okay, so much of the pain that you see in young and adult athletes comes from the problems of si- of sitting, right. right? So like, I I really. I really, really like um, thinking about hips as like the center of everyone's universe, yeah. right? Because if you fuck up the hips, that pulls on your back, it fucks up your shoulders, it fucks up your neck, right. it goes down, it fucks up your hamstrings, it fucks up your knees, it fucks up your ankles. So it's like, it goes down and
0: up. Right. I mean, it's like literally, it's the center point. Right. And it's like, if the center's not solid, right. then things above and below are going to, you know, body is a series of, of joints. In an alternating pattern of stable and mobile. When that pattern gets out of order, something's gonna go wrong. Exactly. So like as that one in the middle, you go up down, up down, like right. and it can go all the way down the kinetic chain or all the way up the kinetic chain.
1: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So um some uh some solutions before we get into athletic solutions, okay um, uh don't sit in a fucking chair. All day. Like, uh I do have um an athlete that was telling me that she sits on a stool. Okay. Um, which I think is an option. Yeah. Um, she said she found basically, uh, she's going to borrow my drum stool actually next oh, week to see if she likes drum stools better. Yeah. Um, primarily because sitting on a hard surface doesn't feel great. Um, she also happens to be a very lean athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a lot more padding there, um, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, that's one option is uh, sitting on, like, a stool or a drum throne or something that doesn't have any back support. Um, I actually really like yoga balls, uh, specifically weighted yoga balls. Mm-hmm. You can find them with three or five pounds of sand in them.
0: So they're not, like, right. you shift your weight. <laughs> two pounds to the left, it, Like juts out to the right 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 mm-hmm. right
1: we don't want to have like a shoulder injury because you fell <laughs> off your fucking yoga ball right like I don't want that yeah. um, but if you have a weighted yoga ball it'll generally hold in place and uh, it's a soft uh, it's a soft environment you can do things like fidget. Mm-hmm. Um, you can bounce up and down, um, move side to side. Uh, it moves with your body, which I yeah. think is really cool. Um, and requires you to really maintain posture. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I'm not a huge fan of standing desks, mm-hmm. um, because people have a tendency to, uh, cock their hips to one side and then lock out one of their legs, mm-hmm. um, which can really severely damage your knees fairly quickly. And then um, you see this in service industry people as well. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there, there's problems with standing correctly as well
0: and like a hard lean on a sandy desk which i see all the time
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, like the problem is that people aren't strong enough to hold their bodies up because they've been sitting for so long, Um, which is like a weird thing to have to admit to yourself. Um, But if you're somebody who uh, doesn't train, doesn't create uh, strength through resistance, um, and then you try to just stand all day, you will find your legs will get sore, your abs will get sore, your back will hurt, and you might find yourself slouching over your desk. Um, What I do really like is standing desk plus small treadmill. Um... Yeah. They also have funny little things like, uh, little ellipticals or, um, mm. tiny, uh, cycling, um, the
0: little bike situation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But it's just for your feet. It's just a little, uh, like, uh, one foot by one foot thing with pedals on the sides that you can adjust the resistance on.
0: When's Nordic track going to come out with a cross-country skiing standing desk?
1: I don't know. I don't. It's like it's really wild to me um, why like Peloton and these companies haven't uh, created like a really good standing desk right. that has like walking and like moving uh. capabilities. It seems like an obvious uh, failure of the industry to me. But anyways, um, I uh, uh, what, I can't remember who an account that I follow uh, this like fitness influencer lady uh, got an Amazon walking desk off of off of Amazon. That was a fucking repetitive. Sorry about that. Um for like $300. Yeah. Uh, and then one of my athletes got a really nice standing desk with adjustable, digital adjustable everything yeah. um, for like 100 bucks. So oh, sub $500, you can set yourself up really, really good. Yeah. Um, which is a lot of money, but generally folks in the white collar biz, um, you might be able to save up for that.
0: Or maybe even ask a company to buy it for you. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's a way better idea. Fuck yeah, get, right. it get it expensed, for sure. Get it expensed. Um, but anyways, uh, if you're walking even very, very slowly, um, then that's going to, that's going to definitely improve your life. Um, and it's unlikely you're going to like lock out, cock hip, stuff like that. Um, so a walking desk and a a yoga ball are really my two favorites. Um, and if I were you, I'd probably, uh, alternate between them, right? Walking desk for 40 minutes, uh, sit on the yoga ball for 40 minutes, alternate back and forth. Um, in my ideal world, that person would also do some mobility throughout the day. Right.
0: And like would also maybe, uh, lift some, lift some weights at the end of the day or in the morning.
1: Right, right. At the beginning of COVID, I had, uh, all of my athletes set alarms, um, for two and a half hours. So every two and a half hours, uh, spend 90 seconds, um, on each side of your body. Yeah. So hold a dragon stretch, uh, hold a pigeon stretch, That's do it. a 90, uh, roll your back out, do, do, something. do some shit, yeah. you know? Um, oh anyway, sorry to monologue. That's
0: great. Um, I also think about the, if you have a yoga ball and like a standing treadmill desk, um as side benefit, all of your uh coworkers will know that you're um, an insane person, which is, <laughs> which is nice because they generally tend to like bother you less. Um which I just think is good. <laughs> Any way you can signal that is like welcome to my world
1: Oh man, that's fucking fantastic. Um yeah, okay, so uh so I feel like we've really covered the problems of yeah. why sitting is a fucking worst right. Um, do we want to talk about athletic, uh, and strength aspects? Yeah, totally.
0: Okay. I mean, obviously anytime we're talking about stiffness, tightness and weakness, those are like kind some of the keywords of like, let's, those are like trigger words for that's going to be a problem if you want to do anything athletic, right? Like right. all those things you're like, let's avoid weakness or right. like, let's work on strengthening weaknesses and loosening stiffness. Like right. we spend a lot of time on that all the time. So right. like. Anytime you have those, not desirable. Uh, specifically, uh, I feel like weightlifting and the movements associated with weightlifting of uh, pulling a barbell and accelerating it off the floor, um, catching catching overhead uh, or putting barbell overhead, uh, squatting, all those sorts of things, lead to both require require a solution to this, right? Or push solution to this, to these problems.
1: Okay, so why?
0: So, you talk about... You have uh, tight hip flexors. Right. Stiffness in there. Um, the aforementioned from episode one, triple extension... Right. Uh, is... Requires that to be reversed, right? Like right. Your hip is in flexion, Right. Uh, the key component of...
1: Creating power through your hips.
0: Creating power through your hips is extension. Right. right? So, um, you will be actively... If you uh, do cleans or power cleans or snatches or power snatches or pulls or any sort of associated movement um, even the top of a squat right like will get you into uh, hip extension and
1: hip extension at the top of a squat because
0: because I don't really know where you're going with this one is. stand all the way up oh yeah you don't like right st- yeah yeah oh you're talking you to be-
1: have to fully extend your hips forward to yeah. stand up at the top of a squat right you're like right.
0: Don't, don't be like uh, mezzo <laughs> <laughs> I mean, be like Amy's amazing, but like anyway. Let's move over there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: um,
0: so. Yeah. So
1: so yeah, like, uh, and and I like to talk about how. Well, I guess I don't talk about this much, but um, I like to think about how uh, movement is mobility. Right. Um, a lot of the time, right? right. Like if you do, a, a lot of squats, weighted squats, it's going to push you down into a squat. It's going to make your hips looser. Yeah. Um, you're going to create hyaluronic acid by moving. Mm-hmm. It's going to create the, the, the ability to move better. Right. Um, they're going to get warm because bodies get warm when they move. Like right. movement is mobility so often. Right. And so like, although you should do mobility to, uh, to start doing those lifts, doing those lifts in and of themselves is creating mobility. So, um, a lot of times we think about, uh, if something is tight, uh, mobility is the answer. Right. Right. Uh, and you see this, uh, I think with like the really hard push towards yoga for, uh, for people. And and yoga has strength training aspects for sure. Not the same as lifting a barbell. right? Right. Um, But, uh, strength is pain management as well, right? So like there's the mobility that you do to get into those positions. There's the mobility you're doing by doing those positions. And then there's the strength that you're creating, right? So, um, I like to think about how, uh, triple extension requires you to explosively move your hips forward, um, fully opening them, right? And so by doing that over and over and over, you're actually, uh, um, reversing the damage caused by lazy glutes in the seated position. Right. Right? Like, um, by, uh, squatting a lot to full depth, to full depth, um, (laughs) um, you are creating stronger knees. Yeah. Um, by creating stronger hips, you're creating stronger knees. You're reversing the damage that you're doing by sitting. Right. By doing weightlifting movements.
0: Right. Because you are like, by creating stronger positions, uh, you're creating stronger, support for those positions around exactly. him and there's there's no way to squat to full depth properly right um that doesn't create a stronger more stable chain throughout your your lower limb right like right you will you will have more stable knees if you squat well right um and pull and all these things because there's no like the stabilizing force of the, the glutes have to be involved right? because they're the, the you know major stabilizing force of that whole system. Right. And if they're not involved, um, you just kind of fall over and shit. Right. And <laughs> so. then if
1: you move up the kinetic chain, um, there's a, a, an unlimited amount of body types you can find in weightlifting, but there's one thing that unifies all of us, and that is an intense... Uh, intense spinal erector situation. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um. So look at I'm any just, fucking weightlifters back right. and uh, of any size of any age. Um. And you're gonna find a very very obvious, <laughs> um, uh, strength in in the spine. Right. Um. And so what you don't see is back pain. Right. Um. Because every single movement is squatting <laughs> and pulling. Right. Um. So you get strong knees, strong back, strong hips.
0: Right. And you're looking at like, oh my God, you put. And I, I actually, I don't know if you get this, I get this question fairly often, less so now, but I used to get this question a lot, like, oh my god, it does not hurt your back. Like, especially putting jerks overhead. Um,
1: oh, interesting. Um, I've gotten that, but only with triple extension, because you bend oh sure. um, to open, and uh, compression on your back is not necessarily bad. Right. Like, some compression on your back is definitely bad. Right. Um, you, can, you, can, for you Well, hurt. yeah, but like, if you smush it, yeah. right, like, you can you, hurt it. Yeah. Um, uh, maybe we'll talk about back sometime. Um, but, uh, yeah. So lost my train of thought.
0: Go. <laughs> <laughs> like, so people look at these motions and they're like, Oh, that's gotta be really oh, right. hard okay. in yeah, your yeah, back. Yeah. Like yeah. you yeah. must be yeah. fucking, you're bent over all the time. i like, no, I feel better than I ever have in my life. Right. Like I remember I worked, I was working in the, uh, restaurant industry and, um, and I started to get into, uh, weightlifting. Right. It purely like you know I've uh, been an athlete in various ways but right. like got into I'm going to snatch a clean shirt all the time Right, and I remember the first time I'm like wearing my like fancy like uh wear server shoes right? yeah. and I like dropped down because like our liquor cabinet was on the bottom and I had to like get a bottle Yeah, and I dropped down into a full squat yeah. and I had a little bit of a heel raise and I'm like down there like, I'm, I'm like this is the best my body's ever felt. I can move properly.
1: Right. And I have athletes that come in all the time with these, like, intense chronic uh, pain situations. Right. And it's, like, it's totally fucked up because you see people um, in society, these, like, so-called experts who say things like, A deadlift will hurt your back. You shouldn't right. do that. Um, and I can't tell you how much deadlifting will make your back not hurt. Right. Like, it's so frustrating. Um,
0: and, like, to be clear, uncoached, bad technique, you can hurt yourself.
1: Oh, you can can definitely hurt, but, like... Don't go out
0: and try to, like, hurt yourself deadlift and be like, ha, you're wrong.
1: Yeah, but, like, nobody's saying, oh, don't sit in that chair, you're gonna get hurt. You know, like, you can fucking hurt yourself doing goddamn anything. Right, the
0: abundance of caution is is, uh, placed in the wrong areas.
1: Right, and, like... So, I've had athletes who came in with chronic back pain, and then they were pulling enormous amounts of weight off the ground fairly fucking quickly, with no back pain in their right. regular life or in their athletic life. So, like, uh, what's happening there?
0: Where you're making, like, an invincible...
1: Fucking exactly! Buy, right? Like- right, So, like, what, what like, I, I really, like, want to reinforce in this episode the fucking most is, like, it... Uh, uh, strength building is pain management. Totally. And, like... That over and over and over and over and over, right? Like if we have very strong backs, very strong hips, very strong knees, it's unlikely that sitting for for like a road trip is going to hurt
0: you. Right, you're going to be okay. Right. And like you can, um, you can, in a relatively short period of time, you can undo those things, right? You can. Right. If you have tight hips, you can find uh, a solution and relief from the right. symptoms of tight hipness, which is right. like low back pain and exactly and the things we mentioned. So like that they are, that bodies are mutable. You can change them and exactly. adapt them. So these are, these are the practical solutions right. to the common ailments right. of the modern body.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So do you want to just like bullet point our solutions and sort of like go back over that in bullet point? Like why sitting is the fucking worstest yeah, yeah, yeah. and then how you can, um, fix it.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Um, or cope better. Yeah. yeah, Like how do you build Build a life that doesn't hurt it quite as much. Right. Okay.
0: Build resistance to it.
1: All right. Do you want to, do you want to bullet point our what's wrong?
0: Yeah. I guess I go through bullet points what's wrong. You know, starting at the hip, tight hip, um, which crosses over its tight, uh, low back.
1: Maybe we should do a video version of this podcast. Yeah. There's a lot of hand talking. So,
0: Draw across on your piece of paper. You guys are taking notes, yes? So, (laughs) draw across from Most
1: people don't do this while they're driving or walking at all.
0: So, uh, you know, imagine across... Please don't crash. From your your hip to your low back, and then uh, across from your abs to your butt, essentially... Uh,
1: Across your body. Opposite side of hip. So, right side of hip to left shoulder, right shoulder to left hip.
0: Yeah, sure. Yes. That works. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But, so, imagining that... Like from the hip to the butt, or hip to the low back, those things will both be tight, and then from uh, abs to uh, glutes are going to be uh, relaxed, right. right? So you're going to have tightness where you don't want tightness, and a lack of stabilization from those stabilizers. So there's, and then that'll carry over to uh, punching shoulders shoulder. or
1: posture, right? So right,
0: not great things. Um, I think those, so. Those are the main problems right lead to pain and, and all the kind of instability that you use and
1: right, so on. right right um, so uh, choosing a different way to engage with work um, whether that's a better sitting position uh, yoga ball stool whatever um, or walking desk uh, or even standing desk is better than sitting
0: right
1: um, and then uh, building strength Uh Primarily, uh, explosive pulling movements right. are ideal. Um, and uh, heads up that you can hurt yourself if you do not know what you're doing. Right. Um, yeah, just like a little caveat there. (laughs) Yeah. We throw that in there. Right. Um, this is kind of what we teach.
0: (laughs) So like somebody that can take a qualitative assessment of the movement. Right. Again, like things important to mention, like it isn't necessarily about how much weight you lift, it's about how well you lift it.
1: Right. Like you don't, you don't have to go get a coach to do explosive pulling movements, but do, do, do start very, very light. Yeah. Okay, cool. I feel like we rocked through that pretty fucking fast. Yeah, that was solid. Okay. We're getting efficient. High five. Yay. Yay. Um, okay. Uh do we wanna talk about weightlifters? Sure. Okay, do you wanna go first?
0: I'll take it away. Alright. Okay, uh weightlifter of the week, I'm gonna pick another um, athlete that I work with. Okay. Uh real stoked for this for this guy. Um okay. Finn. And um he is just
1: you just posted a video of him yeah okay
0: um he yeah i he did thanks yeah uh, you know he's he's uh been like he worked thro- with me throughout COVID, um kept showing up you know when they like didn't know if it was gonna be a football season didn't know if anything was gonna happen didn't you know like had every reason uh to to not and he you know still showed up it was just kind of has that relentless aggression and he shows up in his lifting which i think is really cool is the fact that, he's uh, his weightlifting style matches, like, that kind of intensity and personality. Um, he just, like, gets after it. Yeah. And it's, like, it's very, very, uh, clear. Like, the amount of times that he, like, take a lift again. Yeah. And it looks dramatically better because he's, like, just made up his mind he's going to make it. Right. Which is the thing I'm, like, it's, it's an out of trade. We should
1: do a mindset episode.
0: Oh, that's actually a good call. Um, maybe get him on here. <laughs> get a special guest. Um... I don't know, it's a thing, but, um...
1: I think we should do that, Gus at some point.
0: At some point. Okay. Anyway, so, it's just, it's from kind of, like, a mentality standpoint, um, you know, I just think he's a, he's a rad athlete, um, you know, kind of willing to do the work, brings a ton of intensity to it, like, I'm excited to hopefully keep coaching you and, and go do some weightlifting competitions, and not... Fuck yeah! So, yeah.
1: Um, okay, I love that. Um... So, uh, mine is myself. Fuck yeah. Uh, (laughs) Not right now though. Um, not when I was a weightlifter. Um, but, uh, when I think about, uh, my history, like as athletics are right now, it's a lot more friendly to femme individuals.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: Um, when I first started lifting, uh, like barbell style lifting and like weightlifting generally, um, it was in a globo gym. Uh in global gyms are aggressively gendered in a way that is often intimidating, stressful, and toxic. Yeah. Um weight training areas are very obviously and conspicuously reserved for men. Yeah. Um specifically uh hyper mask large men. Right. Um there are many men uh of many different varieties that are not uh, included in that yeah. um, or welcome there. And uh, arguably some men are actually more unwelcome there than femme, right, right, which right. is a whole fucking gender issue that I'm not going to touch right now. Right. Um, but I can distinctly remember being like a tiny baby lifter who had no real idea what I was doing, but had in fact seen uh, CrossFit. Um, competitions on uh, on TV and was like, okay, so uh, in this sport, you're allowed to play with barbells, look real cool, um, uh, uh, be humongous and aggressive and not necessarily pretty and do really cool athletic shit. Yeah. Um, be really fucking strong and also be held on the same level as men. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to do that. Okay. Um, I didn't know powerlifting and weightlifting existed at the time. Right. I didn't know strength sports existed at the time. I tripped and stumbled through fitness to end up where I am right now um and I distinctly remember uh walking from the treadmill area and standing on the edge of the weightlifting area and taking like a big deep breath and everybody looking at me not everybody but like feeling like everybody was looking at me and like uh and and stepping over that threshold and like taking that fucking Um, really scary move um, because what happens and this is a really uncomfortable thing is like I didn't know what I was doing and so like I'm walking into this environment that I'm incredibly conspicuous and people are definitely definitely watching um, and I'm not making that up Uh, and uh, and, and now I'm in this environment where people are watching me, they're hostile towards me and I don't know what I'm doing. Right. So like, it's, uh, it's scary. It's intimidating. It's, uh, it's embarrassing. There's shame attached to it. There's all kinds of shit. And I was a chef at the time. I could not afford a coach. Right. Um, and so what I started to do was, uh, I took, um, I took a barbell and, uh, I, uh, very awkwardly lugged it across the weightlifting area while definitely everyone was watching definitely me. Definitely Yeah, if they weren't before. Um, yeah, just carrying this barbell, empty barbell across the weightlifting area. Now I think about it, people are probably like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? Um, and I brought it into the spin studio thing at 24 Hour Fitness uh, and closed the door and then put spin bikes in front of the door so that nobody could get in. And spin rooms at 24 Hour Fitness, at least then, were covered in mirrors. And I proceeded to just teach myself how to do all the things Um, because I was surrounded by mirrors and nobody could see me. Um, And so when I think back, I don't know why I did that. I didn't have this like, like, I I just felt like it was right. And obviously it was. Now I own a strength gym and I'm a fucking strength coach. Barbells are my fucking gig, right? But like. When I think back, uh, I didn't have any support. I didn't have any community. Um, my brother, uh, was like a body po- like power builder kind of okay. at, at one point. Um, but it's not like he was there showing me how to do things. Right. Um, and I just think about like, Whoa, like that's, that's pretty gutsy. And like really also, I didn't do that just once. I did that a lot for months. Right. Um, and like I also did lots of ridiculous shit Like hit myself in the face with a barbell Because barbells at Globo Gyms didn't used to have bearings So I couldn't figure out what this weightlifting thing was It was deeply unpleasant (laughs) and really hurt a lot And then I found out that they're supposed to have bearings Um, And all kinds of stuff So like this like tripping and stumbling Through uh, my early uh, Strength fitness uh, I don't want to call it a career Because at that point it was just Like one girl uh, you know, Trying to fucking learn this shit Um, But I think about how like that's really fucking cool and like how grateful I am that I did that, because if I hadn't done that, I wouldn't be here now. Um, and now I enable other people to not have to do that by uh, by creating a space where people don't have to feel scared. There is no gendered area in this gym. It is just strength. And that is it. And everybody is welcome of anywhere uh, like any you know aspect of life. Um, And like, holy shit, if somebody bullied someone in here would be a fucking problem. Uh, (laughs) um, But like, also, uh, I'm a coach. And so I get to take people and make it so that they don't have to split their lip open with a barbell because they don't know what they're doing. And uh, they also get there much, much faster. It took me a lot of years to get to weightlifting um, and a lot of injuries and a lot of uh, embarrassing moments and a lot of frustration. Um, And because uh, like one of the reasons I am a coach and... Because I am a coach, I enable people to be able to get a smoother transition through those things. Um, and it makes me not so secretly happy that those people are very likely going to those gendered spaces in gyms and just fucking up their world, which is slowly revolutionizing the strength strength industry. So anyway, baby, baby, Holly. So it's not like I am my own motivation or some kind of like Instagram fitness, whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, one thing leads to another and you never really know where you're going. I love that. So, um, where, uh, what do you do and where can people find you?
0: Oh, um, uh, I mean, you can find me on uh, Instagram at, uh, coach.b.wilber. You
1: got that shit down now. Nailed it.
0: And then on Twitter at, at Brian Wilbur.
1: Okay. And, uh, Twitter is football and Instagram is everything else.
0: Instagram is weightlifting and okay. training. Okay. Uh, athletic performance.
1: And, uh, what do you currently do that, um, somebody could do oh, with you? totally.
0: Um, so I'm, uh, offer, uh, semi-private, uh, training with athletes, uh, middle school and, uh, high school athletes. So if you're looking to get ready for an upcoming season or you're looking to generally improve your athleticism overall, um, uh, get in touch with me and we can set something up. Um, I'll be rolling out, um, clinics and, um, and, and things over the, uh, over the spring and summer. And so pay attention for those things. And if um, you have any thing that you'd like to see, anything that you're like fired up about, you always let me know. Um, And I can also offer one-on-ones or or some private training.
1: Okay, awesome. Uh, So as I mentioned at the top of the show, uh, I own resilient strength. We have like an actual, we have enough space for more athletes. So Mm -hmm. if you're experienced with weightlifting, uh, not necessarily snatch, clean and jerk, but barbell type movements, Um, We have space for new athletes, so hit me up. Um, That is if you're in Oakland or you can drive here. Um, So like in person, it's a gym that you can join.
0: Where do they hit you up? (laughs)
1: Uh, I'll get there. Okay. Um, I don't currently have any space uh, for one-on-ones. I still have a wait list um, for that. Um, But please, 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 if you're interested in working with me, get at me um, so I can get you on that list and fit you in as soon as somebody transitions out. Um, and a recent discussion made me realize that I also do, uh, remote yeah. coaching. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, That's a real thing. Yeah. So I do remote coaching, uh, both, uh, over zoom and, uh, like programming video review shit like that. Um, so you can find me at Holly X resilient on Instagram in my bio, you've got all the links for all my other accounts. Um, the resilient strength, uh, Jim, my major porn account and FitQuick. Uh, and then you can also shoot me an email at the resilient at gmail.com. Um, I check that semi regularly. Uh, turns out I live in the real world and not online. So, uh, if you're trying to get me really, really fast, hit me up on Instagram. Uh, if you're trying, <laughs> yeah, yeah, if it's not like an urgent request, uh, shoot me an email. Um, and then I think, uh, I think that's it. I that's it. Okay. It. All right. Bye. We like fucking did it. Did it. Wait. Wait.